the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Friend Michael Johns. Michael Johns is the co-founder of the National Tea Party Movement, also a former speechwriter for the uh, 41st President of the United States, George H.W. Bush. Michael, good morning. Good to have you on the Hugh Hewitt Show. How are you, sir? Good to be with you, Bob. How are you? I'm good, Michael. Um, what What did you make of that statement by Hickenlooper? I want to start there before we get into some of the insanity that Hickenlooper, quite frankly, is is talking about from the other candidates. He said, if you are going to try to force the American people to make radical changes, the likes of which are being proposed, Medicare for all, open borders, forgiveness of student loans, free college for everybody, et cetera, reparations, et cetera. If you're going to make the American people make these radical changes, we're going to lose because they're not going to do that. What do you? Th- what, what say you, Michael Johns? Uh, he's right on target regarding that, which is precisely why he won't, unfortunately, be the Democrat nominee in the sense that uh, this is a story of two elections. It's the story of the primary election, which is a Democrat party that's been taken over by the far left, where those positions that you just mentioned are uh, sadly uh, very much in vogue and hugely favorable. But then it's also a story of a general election where he was correct in saying um, they will not prevail on an agenda of that magnitude. And therein lies, I think, the recipe for President Trump's reelection in the sense that he has this uh, country and economy humming um, for the first time in quite a while, certainly moving in the right direction. And uh, Democrat candidates really are offering such an agenda that's antithetical to what the American people want and what they're looking for. Um, that uh, I think it makes it very problematic for them to be able to prevail in a, in a general election. Michael, what I heard last night was um, more examples of the left doing exactly what they accused Donald Trump of doing. It's projecting here uh, their own division. They want to divide this country on so many different levels. They call Donald Trump the divider in chief, and yet they want to divide on everything from race to ethnicity uh, to to um, class. You know, it's class warfare. And And what I heard last night was once again the same tired mantra of paying their fair share, uh, wealthy fat cats, 1%, blah, blah, blah. Let's take it from them so that we can go ahead and give it to everybody else in the form, as I said, of Medicare for all. We're going to raise taxes. We're going to make these corporations and these wealthy people pay. But, of course, Bernie Sanders was even forced to admit that Medicare for all would entail raising the taxes of the middle class as well. But um, it, can this even possibly be a winning strategy to turn so many Americans against one another based on their various uh, standards of life or, again, their their uh, ethnic identities? Well, President Trump prevailed in part on the fact that there is economic angst in this in this country, and it does continue. It's It would be unreasonable to say that there's not still a lot of legitimate concern about the plight of middle-class workers in this country. But ultimately, 
um, on on tax issues. Uh, the tax plan that Trump put in place was as much of a middle class oriented tax cut as one could possibly put together. I mean, it is true that when you have the top one percent earning so much, they therefore are paying so much in the way of a lion's share of total taxes that any tax cut uh, is going to inevitably um, have disproportionate benefit to them. And it's important to remember, we're in a country now where you know, a little bit over half the country is not paying federal income taxes. I remember back when I first became politically engaged in the Reagan administration, calling a Democrat a tax and spend liberal was the death knell of uh, their their candidacy. That's not as much true today when you have such a sizable number of Americans that are exempt from uh, taxes. So our tax code has shifted in some many significant ways, but uh, in ways that are beneficial to uh, the middle class and to working Americans. We're talking with Michael Johns, who is the co-founder of the National Tea Party movement and also a former speechwriter for Bush 41. Let me shift to Pete Buttigieg away from the issues uh, involving the economy and talk about, well, this actually does reflect the economy as well. He talked about the uh, the minimum wage, and he found a way, this supposed Christian, found a way to attack Christianity if Christians don't support uh, a higher minimum wage. In fact, uh, let me get you to respond to this, if we could. Cut number 20. Some of this is low-tech, too. Like, the minimum wage is just too low. And so-called conservative Christian senators right now in the Senate are blocking a bill to raise the minimum wage when Scripture says that whoever oppresses the poor taunts their maker. Pete Buttigieg says you're a bad Christian if you don't support a higher minimum wage, despite the fact that almost every single time this has been tried on local levels, forced $15 an hour, forced increased minimum wages. It ends up making more poor people because people get booted out of their jobs when overheads become too much for business owners to maintain. What do you, what do you make, Michael Johns, of not only the economic Maybe. argument here, but the suggestion that Christians cannot claim a moral high ground unless you promote a higher middle Great, uh, uh, minimum yeah, wage. Two, two points there. One is, you know, on the issue of, of that not being a sufficiently Christian uh, position. I think we've been lectured by the Democrat Party for decades now that there's no role for intermixing uh, Christian uh, religious values and uh, public policy, and they've lectured us repeatedly on that. So I think there's a tad bit of hypocrisy in trying to raise that. On the issue of the minimum wage, of course, you know, we have now like study after study after study after study of, of case examples where increasing the minimum wage done in most cases with the best of intentions uh, does exactly as you described. It ends up uh, putting burden on companies, particularly on smaller employers who cannot afford the wages, and they end up either moving employees to, to reduced hours, or they end up cutting employees entirely. So, you know, ultimately, if the Christian position is we'd like to see uh, the American people employed and would like to see wages rising, you create an employment environment that's conducive to those goals. You don't believe that the government, the federal government of the United States, can impose on private employers the amounts that they're supposed to be paying those employees. You know, and I think, frankly, if they can impose what the minimum wage is, who's to say that they can't sort of categorically describe what everyone's supposed to be, 
be paid. I mean, it's really just a function that is completely out of the realm and, frankly, out of the expertise of anyone within the federal government. Well, isn't isn't that essentially what, you know, the avowed, quote-unquote, democratic socialists want? Uh, you know, and, and not just Bernie. He's the only one who actually, you know, calls himself a democratic socialist, but so many others who support his ideas and those of AOC, uh, et cetera. That is exactly that. They want to essentially collect more um, more of the dollars that Americans earn uh, in the uh, uh, government's hands, and they will dole them out uh, in the form of salaries or subsidies in whatever manner they see fit. That's exactly what the minimum wage is, a small kind of a microcosm of. Yeah, and you know, I think at the, at the highest levels of liberal leadership in this country, that sadly has been the agenda. It's been uh, one designed to expand welfare pools within the state to incrementally move this country. Obamacare being a perfect example of one in the first of a series of steps of a health care takeover um, to, to greater welfare dependency outside of the private sector and to basically build a political alliance. Uh, in and around that. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.